the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. Whether you're a veteran voice actor, just starting out, or don't even know how to set a level, we're here to help you avoid the pitfalls along your voiceover path to success. The VO Meter is brought to you by Voice Actor Websites, Studio Bricks, Global Voice Acting Academy, JMC Demos, and Sennheiser. The VO Meter is produced in part using Source Connect, made by source-elements.com. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Our guest today is Monique Bagwell. She's a professor of media and communications at Lander University, where she's been teaching speech and performance studies for over 30 years. When she isn't behind the podium, she's actively involved in the performing arts as an actress, stage director, and voiceover artist. She's won numerous awards and recognition for her work as an actress, director, and educator. Her degrees include a BFA in performance at Brooklyn College, an MFA in performance at The Ohio State University. Her specializations are in performance training, directing, speech, voiceover acting, general American English, and Boss Alba emoting, where she's a certified AE Level 3 instructor. Her voiceover work includes audiobook narration, telephony, corporate narration, e-learning, podcasting, and audiobook proofing. Ladies and gents, please join me in welcoming Monique Bagwell. Woo! How are you doing, Monique? I'm doing so good. Thank you. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I well, appreciate- you wrote it. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for reading it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is so great. I'm so glad you guys uh, are having me on to talk a little bit about what I'm doing here at uh, VOA21. Absolutely. Longtime friend, first time guest, right? So. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that was so sweet. That is that is exactly true. I, I think I still have my picture too somewhere in my files, Sean, of you and me doing a little bit of. Oh yeah, like movie. our little face off from the uh, the team right. challenge a few years ago. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monique so versus Daily, an epic showdown. <laughs> but, so speaking of that, Monique, let tell us how you went from being a VO Atlanta attendee to a presenter. That is a really interesting journey. I wish I had the magic pill to tell you. So I, you know, <laughs> you, you you look back and you connect the dots, right? To figure out where you are, for, you know, where you came from and, and, and where you got to where you are today. And when I first came to VO Atlanta, and I bet a lot of folks who's, um, who's where this is their first conference, especially a voiceover conference, probably felt I was overwhelmed, you know? I mean, oh, was- definitely. Even like for my first one, as excited as I was, still totally overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I'm not embarrassed to confess. I cried in my room. I cried in my room because I was so overwhelmed by the experience. I mean, you I just- too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think Gerald needs to have a cry room. <laughs> I hurled. But that's from a different reason. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's one of the ambassador's responsibilities. If you see someone losing their stuff, then give them a hug, give them a pat. That, that's right. But, you know, it didn't stop me, obviously. I mean, that's the, any creative knows you're going to, to face insecurities and challenges, but you have to keep moving forward because that's the only way you're going to grow. That's the only way you're going to gain some of your confidence. And one of the things that I did in that first uh, conference, and I'm not quite sure how he handled handled it here with the virtual is I became an ambassador 
right? So that was my first way of sort of connecting a little bit more closely with 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 Gerald and his staff as I became an ambassador and worked, you know, with his sister um, Amanda. And then I guess I must have proven myself worthy enough because I, I'm, I'm a company girl. Let me just say that. I am a company girl. I never thought I would ever say that. I grew up in Brooklyn, very independent minded, but somehow or another, I am a company girl. So when somebody gives me a, a job to do, I, I do it. You know, I'm really focused on trying to uh, please whoever it is that has and, and not let them down. So from there, the next convention i was the um the, the the closing mc i don't know do you remember the flying fish i remember that yeah i created this flying. well not created but cam and i blew up the flying fish and navigated it <laughs> that's right so that was the next conference is with the flying fish and so uh gerald said hey would you mind uh doing the closing ceremonies and just you know kind of announcing the the speakers and, and all of that i was like whoa sure now that was pretty overwhelming and that felt like a huge responsibility right there, but I don't know, I guess I got through it. And um, then when it came time to start, um, uh, you know, proposing different activities and sessions, I started to, you know, join the group and started submitting my proposals for different X sessions and different breakout sessions. And, you know, Gerald being the, the kind of guy he is, I mean, he does, I'm not going to say he just picks people lightly. He does go, go research them. He checks your social uh, sites and your media, your, your influences, et cetera. And also whether or not uh, that seems to be a pretty timely topic that you want to share. And then I went, you know, started off doing the general American English session and also becoming more and more involved with with the with the staffing and the behind the behind the scenes things, as you know. Um, and now here we are. Here we are. Now I'm doing five, five things. This uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Well, let's talk about some of those things, shall we? Sure, sure. Well, today I have a lob on session. And I'm showing you how you can use uh, Laban's efforts in voiceover, how they can translate into your vocal choices. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be a high energy, very interactive breakout session. Just letting you know. <laughs> so can you give us a quick elevator pitch on Laban technique for people who aren't familiar? Sure. Um, I liken Laban to Stanislavski. Most people have heard of Stanislavski. Stanislavski is considered to be the father of acting. You know, he created a method for actors to to use to develop characters. Laban is like the father of choreography. So he observed movement. He was a movement specialist and he developed a way to notate choreography based on how uh, how our body moves through space. And he came up with eight efforts, which I'm not going to reveal now. You must come to my breakout session to experience it. Um, and so so the, the body can moves through space using these eight different efforts that then can translate actually in making choices in our copy. It's, it's pretty cool how that all connects. So that's that's the law bond, and that's what I'm going to show you, uh, especially when it comes to those ABC reads, you know, when they say, oh, give me, give me three reads on that. And different people have different techniques, which are 
you know, if it works for you, it works for you. So I'm just giving you something else to add to your fire of creativity. Keep it burning, right? Mm -hmm. Just another choice. Well, that's uh, awesome because I'm a big fan of teaching people as far as like physicality goes. Like there's two types. There's the stuff we do unconsciously. And then sometimes there's the intentional gestures when you're trying to create an effect in your voice consciously. Yes. And you know what, Sean, what's, what's interesting about any of these kinds of classes that I offer is the self-discovery that you make, because sometimes the choices that are not working for you when you're doing a copy is because you are stuck in some kind of effort and it's not being portrayed the way this copy needs you to do it. So it's a great awareness thing. Am I bringing too much of this effort whenever I approach a copy? Do I need to look at this effort and bring this in more? So yeah, you know, anything that kind of unlocks your your self-awareness, I think, is always positive because I think most of acting is really self-awareness. You know, when you're trying to be a character, you actually learn more about yourself. Absolutely. It, it's so much of acting is about awareness, about vocal awareness, what your voice can do, about media awareness, noticing trends and styles across genres, and people awareness. How do people act, right? Absolutely. There's a great, you know, um, creatives are great thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You, you feel constantly from from so many different uh you know other other careers and businesses and so one of the areas that we actors particularly steal from is psychology. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh and so yeah so we will we will dip our hands into anything we can to make a character believable and connect with that character and connect with our audience. So, and I think that's the key here with, with voiceover. So that's why I feel a lot of acting technique can translate over into voiceover. Um, and so Laban is one of the things I'm going to be doing. And then um, I'm sitting on a couple of panels. I'm running the vocal support panel and I am going to be sitting on the acting panel. And I think Dave Walsh is the one who's uh, moderating that. And then uh, Friday night, I got a huge session. I've got an X session. Oh my gosh, this is this is something I don't think anybody's ever seen at Voiceover Atlanta. If I may be so bold as to say, this is a technique that probably no one has ever experienced. Maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe there are people out there, and that is the Boss technique. And the Boss technique is just an acronym of the three folks that got together and scientifically discovered these emotional effector patterns. So the primary um, person who is always credited for this is Susanna Block. And she went off to do the ALBA emoting, which is you know a part of this boss technique. But the original trio was Susanna Block. Um, her, uh, her colleagues were Orthos and Santa Bagnez. Um, this is back in the 70s. They got together in a research lab and did some scientific studies on, on emotions. You know, was there some sort of common thread that happens to people uh, physically, with your breath, with your face, that triggers certain emotions? And they discovered that they were what they categorized as six primary emotions. And I'm not going to reveal what those are here either, because I am all about you discovering it as it's happened. But there are going to be six primary emotions based on their studies that we're going to explore physically. 
And the reason why this training is so important to actors, because she, I, I met Susanna years ago when I went to a, a theater conference in San Francisco. So years ago. And I sat in her session, you know, and it was big room and I was laying down on the floor and I was going through everything. And I went, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I am feeling all these things just doing what she's telling me I should do, you know, and it was just such a such a just blew my brain. You know, I didn't have to sit there. If you're from a Stanislavski background, you understand this, you know, with Stanislavski, you, you thought about, well, how did I feel like this as a child? Or what about that time, you know, this happened with my parents? You know, we were very much into going Very inward about, out approach, yeah. right? We, we get into, well, it's not even that. It's our personal history. Mm -hmm. You know, we go a lot into our personal history, which we already said we already do. But the emotional part is very tricky. And here's the thing, Sean and Paul, is that in all of my theater training, and I have had a BFA degree, I have had an MFA degree, not a single one of my teachers ever taught us how to get out of an emotion. It was all about pushing the actor into an emotional state that connects with the subtext and the objective of the character, right? So we channel it through the play, right? So whatever it takes, they're gonna get us there, okay? But Susanna and her group actually also show you how to get out of an emotion so that we can avoid uh, something that is pretty detrimental and that's called emotional hangover. And it's not just in, in theater. I mean, gosh, we're all in emotional hangover right now with COVID, you know, the lasting effects of something that gets into our psyche and into our, our very physique um, and causes us to, to respond to our world in a way that's not healthy. Right. So uh, just think about all of some of the biggest stars in film that you can think of. You probably know this best is the uh, actor who played the Joker. Oh, Heath Ledger, of course. Yes. Yeah. And he died. Yes. From an overdose. Right. Uh, and so and there's there's talk that that overdose was probably caused because he never let go of the Joker. Yeah. Well, if you hang in the mouth of madness for that long. <laughs> so exactly. It, and, that's, exactly. and that's really interesting that you bring this up, because this is something that I'm discovering in my own acting practices and in talks with some of my mentors and stuff like that. Acting in a lot of ways is emotional discipline, being able to tap into emotions at a moment's notice, sometimes extreme emotions. But like you're saying, also being able to compartmentalize enough that you don't strangle your seat partner in an aggressive scene or something like that, right? We never oh. lose, like, we never lose touch with reality, right? So, like, you're saying that a healthy way to uh, exercise those lingering emotions uh, rather than pushing them deeper into our psyche and creating any wounds or scars is, is definitely a useful skill. Yes, yes. And this this technique, uh, the boss technique teaches you how to get into these emotional states so they can trigger natural reactions to what you feel is the emotion that's happening. In fact, when we approach this technique, whenever we teach us, and by the way, you have to be certified to teach us. So just giving folks a heads up, I may not let folks take pictures of my PowerPoints because, um, you know, it's it's like, you know, you need to have a little bit of background before you start sharing it. You want to do it for yourself, perfect. But this is not something I would recommend just 
casually sharing with anybody um, is that um, we don't even tell you what the emotion is. I won't even tell you what the emotion is. I will just take you through the effector patterns and your mind and your psyche and your body, because we all know muscle has memory, will instinctively know where it's going. It's, 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 it's not magic, but it feels like it sometimes. And then I teach you how to get out of that because that is really a critical part of, of any kind of emotional work, just like you were saying, Sean, in any industry you know, is to, to be able to step out. And so we try to show you a much more organic way to do it versus, hey, let me go to the bar. <laughs> I've been there, you know, after the show, show closes, strikes over. Hey, who's going to Bar Blarney's? Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm there with you. I mean, so- Let's drink till we can't feel feelings anymore. <laughs> exactly. So the, uh, just real quickly, the other ones that I'm doing is the general American English on Saturday. So I'm going to show you some, some tips and tricks on how to reduce an accent or a regionalism. And then, of course, as I mentioned, the other panels. So yes, so I hope we get some folks coming into that X session on Friday night. It's going to be pretty exciting. Wonderful. Well, I highly encourage our listeners to check out Monique's speaker page, find out all the various panels, the breakout sessions, and the X sessions she's doing. Chances are there's still some seats available. So if you're interested in what she's teaching in the Laban method or uh, general American English, then you should definitely check those out and get registered. Thank you so much, guys. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks, Monique. Thanks for listening to this episode of the VO Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com. We'd also love to hear your comments or suggestions for the show. Or if you have a questionable gear purchase, tell us all about it on our Facebook page or on Twitter at The VO Meter. 